0: The place for no-holds-barred, informative, and entertaining banter. Think of it as a place for refined barbershop
1: talk. I'm your host, Chris, and I'm in the studio with AJ. What's going on, y'all? We're back at it again for another week. Happy to be here. Blessed to make it another week. And glad that we had an opportunity to read through some, some responses that we got from you guys. And looking forward to a new show. Keep writing this. Let's get it, Chris. All right. So AJ, you know, we're in the midst of a very
0: sad time in the TV world. Got a lot of shows ending. I know within the past week we've had the show Psych and How I Met Your Mother ending. What do you think of all these classic shows ending? Do you think they'll be replaced by good ones?
1: Man, you know what? When it comes to TV, I, I am definitely wary of new shows coming out because it just seems like the quality of TV over the years is getting worse and worse. But there are some amazing shows out there that are like gems, nice gems that kind of pop up from now on again. I'm excited about the premiere of Game of Thrones coming out. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Just letting you know, winter is coming. (laughs) I'm Team Stark all the way, baby. Yeah. Team Stark. So let them know what's coming up, AJ. Man, uh... You know what, I was, I was just, actually, you know, I'm glad you, you brought this up, man, because right before we got on to record, I was watching some HBO, and I am extremely geeked about something that is coming up. Not only am I a huge Game of Thrones fan, like, I'm, I mean, seriously, it's one of my favorite shows, I think, of all time. It's amazing. Yeah. But you know I'm a fan of hip-hop. Like, I love music of all kinds, but hip-hop has a special place in my heart. Why did HBO have the most epic idea ever to make a Game of Thrones mixtape, which you can find on soundcloud.com backslash catch the Throne? What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Groundbreaking. And let me tell you who's on it, Chris. Okay. As if it wasn't gangster enough that they just have a mixtape for Game of Thrones. Why did they go out and get Big Boy common and Wale on the mixtape. Boy.
0: Hey, that's some them some heavy hitters, man.
1: They are. And it was interesting cuz I was watching like a little uh a teaser basically about the mixtape. And it was talking about the correlation between hip hop and the Game of Thrones. And it was talking about how you have these different families who are talking about about money, power respect, you know as are these these are common themes within the show and you, and they were like if you pick up any hip-hop album, ninety nine percent of them speak about power, money respect influence like like you know what the the person who draw those conclusions who drew those conclusions or those correlations? Or noticed them. Pretty brilliant. Yeah. Great job, HBO. Great job. <clears throat> then I'm also excited about my show. One of my favorite shows. It might be my favorite show of all time. 24 comes out next month.
0: Uh-oh, Jack Bauer.
1: Yes. Yes. Definitely. The super to it. agent. The super agent of all super agents is coming back. <laughs> and I am a huge James Bond fan, but who wins in that fight? Jack Bauer or James Bond? Ah, oh, come on. I-, I think it's Bauer.
0: Why do you feel that way? Well, Bauer has the resources of the entire agency behind him, and I'm always going to go with the USA over Great Britain. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Just gotta say that. <laughs> gotta stick with the home. Gotta stick with the home country.
1: All right, all right, I'll go with you on that. Just because you, you put it as Britain versus the USA, I gotta go with Jack Bauer. But I was probably gonna say Jack Bauer anyway. Just because I feel like he's a little bit more ruthless. Like okay. there's no there's no limit to what he'll do to make it happen. Like Bond will kill people when he has to. Jack Bauer kills people because he wants to. i think that's so real um anyway uh i'm sure you were talking about your your favorite like like you said you you mentioned your favorite show how i met your mother going off the air this week right yeah and i did see your facebook post while you were trying to spoil it for me because i have not watched this past season chris Uh, at all at all because i got rid of my cable I'm one of those. I'm I'm a cable deserter. I was tired of having to pay somebody obscene amounts of money for shows that I've, for, literally for watching four or five shows consistently. Right. And for whatever reason, CBS just doesn't want to put their shows on Hulu. I don't know what it is, but it's it destroys me. It's like, why would you do this? I don't get it. That yeah. sounds like it could be that. That's I think that would be a great AJ's Gripes. That CBS, would be a magnificent AJ's Gripes. Why won't you put your shows on Hulu?
0: And see, the thing is, even if you try to go to CBS.com to look at them, yeah. they're either so far behind or you can't
1: go all the way. Or back. they won't let you go back to the beginning of the season. Exactly. exactly. Yep. Drives me nuts, Chris, because How I Met Your Mother is one of my favorite shows, too. Yeah. I mean, I really enjoy it. I've watched all the other previous seasons, was able to catch up on a, a few episodes on Netflix. And nothing's more frustrating than when you run out of shows to watch on Netflix and the current season is on and you can't watch it. Exactly. But I just refuse to pay for cable that I never have time to watch. It's like, ah. Maybe we should make a
0: plea here on dude logic for
1: CBS to put their shows on Hulu. I we should we should Chris I think you're more eloquent in your pleas than I am. I just go off passion alone. I, I get pissed and I'm like, "Hey CBS, you're effing up. Change <laughs> your ways." Nah, but you know it's it's funny because um I just had a conversation this past week about why. Cable companies will not allow you cable and satellite will not allow you to pick your channels a la carte. You know, I don't know if you know this, but in Canada, you're literally able to pick the channels you want and pay for those channels and that's it. Yeah. But what else we got going on this this week in your life, man? Not much, man. Actually I I remember earlier you were talking about uh
0: just the the whole you loving rap piece and and that actually brought me back to something that I heard from a friend okay he was talking about uh he's a scientist as well and he was talking about like how he got interested in science and medicine yeah and his story is actually pretty unique so like when he was growing up he used to play the dozens and you know I'm sure everybody who's listening to this has played the dozens at some point and has enjoyed it. But his perspective was unique because in playing the dozens, they used to actually freestyle with it. Okay. Okay. And so, you know, he grew up, he was freestyling and they would like go head to head straight at each other with freestyle dozens. And so the evolution of his way of speaking was because of his ability to freestyle. And, So he ran across a lot of studies that were looking at kind of what it takes to freestyle from a scientific perspective. And he ran across one in general where they did something called functional MRI to look at areas of the brain that were lit up when someone was doing a freestyle rap versus when they were doing something that was written. And what they found was that there are different areas of the brain specifically uh, that control what we call executive functioning, which is like when, you know, you hear a telephone, you know not to go to the door, you know to actually pick up the phone, rather. And and so, like, that just intrigued him so much that he decided, hey, I want to go into neuroscience and I want to study the brain.
1: Wow. Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, well, it's, it's, I mean, it makes sense because it's where your passion meets your purpose. Yeah. All of a sudden, something that he was passionate about something that he was he purposely put himself into. you know uh, I would love to see if there's a correlation between the the areas of the brain that are activated when you're freestyling and the same if those same areas are activated when you're just having a conversation because oftentimes for the people who are the best freestyle rappers, it sounds as if it's easy as if they're just having a conversation with someone. You know, there's no struggle to find the words. There's no struggle to make it happen. You're just saying what's on your mind. And I've tried to freestyle before. You know that. You freestyle before. Um, And I feel like maybe five out of 100 are actually good.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the other 95, I'm reaching for something that I just can't find. So, you know, it just seems to me like the guys who are really good at it are just having an extended conversation. And I wonder if it would actually show up in the brain as being similar in function.
0: That could be an interesting study, I will say. Yeah.
1: But you know, hey, uh, back to you saying, you actually saying your boy was a scientist as well, right? Yeah. You know, every time you use that word, I can't help but think of half baked. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Janitor. Hello, scientist. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know you were into this shit, man. (laughs) We could have been doing this a long time ago. (laughs) Oh, man. Half-Baked is one of my favorite movies of all time. Dave Chappelle, he's he's a genius, dude. Yeah. And who would have thought that Guillermo Diaz, Huck himself, would have started on Half-Baked so long ago? Yes, I just used a scandal reference. Do not judge me, Chris. Yeah, I was about to say, isn't scandal like the mortal enemy of dude logic? Kind of, man. I Ah, somebody got me, Chris. Don't tell uh... anybody. Don't tell anybody? Shh. <laughs> okay. Hey, listeners. Shh. You did not hear me say that.
0: Bro, you <laughs> need to handle your scandal, AJ.
1: Hold on, Chris. Is this... is? Yo, you never
0: heard of that? The Urban Urban Dictionary 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 Word of the Day day is... is. Handle your scandal. (laughs) When someone is very high or drunk and they're being obvious Um, about it, you tell them to handle your scandal as a way of telling them that they're attracting too much attention. But in general, handle your scandal means to handle whatever things you don't want to be out there in the open. And in this case, it's serendipitous that we're talking about scandal in this case.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, God, why am I such a nerd? Why do we get off on science, Chris? There's something wrong with it. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with that, Chris, there's nothing wrong with getting off on science. I am a nerd and I love it. (laughs) Nerds unite, man. Nerd. Hey, I have a t-shirt that I have called that says nerd is the new cool. I believe it. Mm. I'm all for it. It's no longer fashionable, fashionable to be dumb. Like it's just not. It isn't. I don't know about that, AJ. Maybe not in our world.
0: Ah. Nah. Nah. What are we talking about? The waka-flockas of the world? <laughs> just look around you, sir. Look around you. Look around you. Reality TV. And oh, what people God. like. Shop bus shouty. Now, Shoppo shouted, "That was that was ingenious. <laughs> <laughs> that was ingenious. A B C D E F G
1: H. Walker, 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 Walker. Dog owner, leash. Walker, dog cross the street. Walker, Texas Ranger, Luke Scott. Walker. Oh my God." <laughs> I don't know how many years ago that was, but every time I listen to that song, it still makes me bust out laughing. Oh.
0: <laughs> so, oh. actually, maybe we should give some context to this, because potentially, <laughs> people don't know
1: what we're talking well, about. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. There's there's a good sect of the population that has no idea why I'm just yelling A B C D E F G. Right. <laughs>
0: so shout out to these guys Be Your Own Boss Entertainment they came up with a series of videos uh, that basically are parodies about the commonplace hip hop artists you know Waka Faka Flame, Lil Wayne Wiz Khalifa, everything and they're accompanied by these really hilarious cartoons right but they are really talented guys because they're able to get the likeness of the rappers first of all and pretty much the the audio likeness of the rappers, they sound just like them. Oh, Jane,
1: you, man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but basically what they're doing is they're highlighting the ridiculousness of this act that these rappers are putting on. In a very comical way. I suggest you check them out. Be your own boss
1: entertainment, B Y O B on YouTube. I I endorse that. Endorsement. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, man. I might watch Shout Bus Shouty after this. See, I almost made the mistake of saying Short Bus Shouty. It is, it is for you, for those in the know, it is Shout Bus (laughs) Shouty. Shout Bus Shouty. Shout Bus Shouty. Shout Bus (laughs) Shouty. So, um, Man, where we have been all over the place with this conversation so far, Chris. What is like? I, I think this is just. Are we? Ex, is this an extension of the Bizarro episode? We just we went too far with thirteen, man. I guess <laughs> I guess we're just at that point where we're just like,
0: man, I don't care. We're gonna give it. We're gonna keep shoving it down the listener's throats. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man, we have we have given up on all tact on dude logic. No longer necessary. We're just gonna say whatever comes to mind. Exactly. You can flow yeah. with us, listeners. Are we freestyling, Chris?
0: I is think executive
1: functioning of part of our brain working right now.
0: I think we need to get hooked up to a functional
1: MRI. Let's get it. Well, now. you you might actually have the access to that. I can't just walk into a hospital and get into an MRI. This is true. I do have
0: access to that. Although I'm not going to test myself. Because I'm not certain what I'll find.
1: You you can use me as a test subject. You know I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, how about we actually lead this conversation into something that the listeners might want to listen to, other than us just rambling. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Chris. I think I, I, I left it up to you to come up with the uh, main topic this week. Yeah. And from what you've told me, you have something that you feel... I will be very interested in the main <laughs> Yeah. I mean, not though- only you, our listeners, but
0: it's okay. It's definitely not unrelated to what we've been talking about because we've been talking about like personal vices of ours and, and things that we like in terms of TV shows and, and different things in the media that we like to, uh, that we like to partake in. And, of course, another one of those things that we do and that we've talked about in the first episode and I think subsequent ones is fantasy football.
1: Yep, that's definitely advice of mine. (laughs) Uh, You know, every once in a while, I like to to pull a Leon Phelps and and talk to the ladies. Uh, So to the ladies who are listening, um, for any of you who decide that you want to date me. You're just going to have to be okay with me playing fantasy football. And I'm sorry. (laughs) That's just pretty much all there is to it. Um, If you need help, you can talk to Chris's wife because she's amazing. And she lets him be the commissioner of our league. Thank you,
0: Chris's wife. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you, baby. Um, But, yeah, so the topic is not just fantasy football, obviously, but it's it's speaking about why men like fantasy sports in general. And this can include anything from fantasy football to fantasy baseball, basketball, to even... Hockey. Hockey, yeah, all of those fantasy sports, but even things like participating in the bracket challenge. We are in March, right? March Madness. A lot of people have submitted brackets. What are the driving forces for men in participating in these things?
1: You want to go ahead and give me one of your uh, hypotheses, Chris? Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
0: you know, we as men are very interested in sporting events in general. And we in particular are interested in participating in them. So in terms of being active, we like to, you know, if you're not necessarily at a professional level, obviously you still go to the court, you play basketball or, you know, you might be in a softball league or something like that. Something to be active, to participate in sports, to have that camaraderie. Or, a lot of time. Well, I mean, and, and that can be extended to fantasy sports, right? It's yeah. still something that has to do with sports. It builds camaraderie, and it's something where you and your friends can participate and be involved in the sporting world.
1: Go ahead. Yeah, it it allows for guys who will never know what it feels like to run for 200 yards on a football field to experience the exhilaration that is accompanied by having one of the players that they picked do that very thing. It's almost like you were there. Yeah. And it's sort of flexing muscles
0: of sorts. Yes. Because a lot of times what you'll see in the fantasy football leagues is people like to brag about their ability to, to, to see into the future of sorts and see how players
1: are going to be able to do fantasy football also creates a lot of haters, like all of the people who are in our league that hate on me for being better than them every year, Chris. (laughs) So sad.
0: really is. All right. Now listeners, I'm going to ask them this question. How many championships
1: have you won? AJ three, Just not in our league. Okay, there we (laughs) go. (laughs) I have come in second place twice in our league, and you guys will never let me live it down until I crush you resoundingly, which is happening this year. Mark my words, listen to this. It is April, episode number 14 of Dude Logic. What is this, April 3rd? Yeah. Yes. No, 2nd. I'm losing track of the days. It is oh, April yeah, 2nd. yeah, it's April 2nd. <laughs> it's April 2nd. Oops. <laughs> Somebody played an April Fool's joke on me. It is April 2nd, 2014. A.J. is making the statement. The Atlanta Falcons will win the Super Bowl in the upcoming NFL season. And A.J. will win our fantasy football league in that same year. Okay. Bold predictions, Chris. (laughs) So let me ask you this. I've
0: heard from a lot of people who are not particularly interested in fantasy sports. They use the argument, well, It seems as if it takes away some of the excitement from the professional games because now instead of being invested in teams and having a sort of pride for your team you only have pride for the players and not really even real pride you're not invested in their success necessarily for their success but for your ultimate team success so where do you draw the line like when you're a fan of a player does that mm-hmm. mean that you're really just a fan of their points that they're getting you for your fantasy team? Or are you really a fan of that player?
1: Uh, I actually am a fan of players that I would not play on my fantasy team. <laughs> there, there are several reasons why I'm a fan of certain players. I, there are players who others might not like or might not be the sexy pick, if you will, uh, because they're not the most well-known or the most high-profile athlete. But I appreciate because they come to work every day, they do their job, and they do it well. They don't, they're do not they not in the forefront. They're not in, in the media. Like one of my favorite players from the Falcons this year, Paul Warlow. Come on, man. Dude came out of nowhere to play linebacker for us. Wasn't even expected to see the field this year dropping 20 tackles a game on people.
0: Hmm.
1: gotta love a guy that just comes to work and works hard yeah well you know my but retort nobody... oh go ahead but nobody cares about him outside of that you know in the fantasy world cause what is he doing for fantasy football really
0: well 20 tackles a game he's doing something for fantasy football
1: yeah but how many of them are behind the line of scrimmage and worth points yeah so. Well, my retort to that whole thing is that
0: I think that fantasy football does allow you to have a greater breadth of players from which to choose when you're talking about fandom,
1: just because yeah. it exposes you to a lot more players. Uh, I agree with you on that. Like I let's if, if fantasy football didn't exist, I would not care about 95 percent of the players in the NFL because they are not Atlanta Falcons. I've honestly, I'm a diehard Falcons fan. I've said that probably every episode we've had so far. Yeah. So I know everything there is to know about my team. You know, like I love my team and I could care less about an Alshon Jeffries on another team unless we're playing against them and I need to know who it is that could hurt us. Not to say that there's anything wrong with Alshon Jeffries as a person or as a player, he's actually an excellent player. But I would not know about him or care if it wasn't for fantasy football.
0: Well, I think Alshon Jeffrey is a very fitting example because I mean he broke NFL records this season, right? He did. Is there is there something uh, is there something to say about the fact that having fantasy football alerted us to these things more readily than if we were just watching games randomly?
1: because I mean I
0: know we would have probably seen it on ESPN but would it have generated so much buzz in the social media world
1: well I'll say this people don't pay would not be paying attention to stats as much as they do if it wasn't for fantasy football oh yeah I mean just the fact that as you're watching throughout the day on network coverage of NFL football whether it's CBS or it's the NFL Network or it's Fox doesn't matter the fact that they give you fantasy sports updates throughout the broadcast throughout the day like here are your top five fantasy running backs of the day and their stats it's I mean it's it's hilarious to me that that is now commonplace whereas it used to be you wouldn't hear about somebody until they broke a record <laughs>
0: yeah Well, I mean, it's definitely a way to engage with fans because, I mean, you bring new fans into the game because of fantasy football. I I know guys who didn't really pay that much attention to football. And, like, even me myself, I know especially DeShane and I grew up loving baseball and not really paying that much attention to football. But since fantasy
1: football, like, man, we've loved football but you know what fantasy football did for the two of you the reason why the two of you loved baseball as kids is cuz you loved the statistics you loved the numbers you loved the fact that it it gives an a great baseline for which to compare players by yeah there's no lying about a batting average you either hit 350 or you don't there's no lying about a running back running for 1000 yards or running for 500 you either run for a thousand yards or you don't and fantasy football just made stats come to the forefront and i think for people like you and Deshane, it was an easy transition and now you love it because you can play with the numbers all day long
0: yeah so what about you know regardless of the players and how they perform and everything what about the structure of fantasy football itself the structure of making a league and and having a league constitution and you know having all of this structure surrounding something that to most people is really crazy. I mean it seems like we're doing something that's really crazy here. We're taking time out of our busy schedules to do research and to form this league, this entity of sorts that controls our Sundays.
1: Yes. <laughs> what uh, well, what it controls our it? Sundays, our Saturdays, our Monday nights, our Thursdays, <laughs> it controls us throughout the week and it sounds bad listeners but it's not i
0: mean when we say control we're talking about like on sundays maybe four hours out of the day on all the other days like an hour at most
1: <laughs> and so it, it doesn't control a significant That's not for everybody portion. chris i think you and i have a healthy appreciation for fantasy football but there are those out there who from 11 o'clock in the morning when they start pregame coverage on some channels to 12 o'clock at night on a Sunday, they are in front of a, a television watching football. And this is true. That That's the ultimate
0: fandom. And that's something that I cannot approach. I it would exists.
1: Though. It <laughs> exists.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, what what do you think about the, the whole structure-like thing? Does that... Does that lead to camaraderie between people that you don't see normally?
1: Yeah, it, def- it definitely does. And I think it's a necessary. If we didn't have bylaws and rules in our league, it would be chaos. Like people don't realize, unless until you get involved in a fantasy football league, just how passionate people become about it and how much emotion plays into it. And if it wasn't for a league structure, there would be arguments every week. Like, think about the uh, the times that we've had ties in our league. Yeah. Like, if there were no rules in place as to how to deal with those, we would have had a coup, like, instantly. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it sounds
0: very serious, ladies and gentlemen. But when you add the fact that you are playing for money in it, It does become serious (laughs) and people are very invested in it. So you do have to have structures in place. But what does that say to the value of friendship in general? Let's not talk about camaraderieship in the fantasy league, but when you're playing with friends and you're playing for money, often money can be a touchy subject among friends. But fantasy football seems to bring out the best in people when they are playing for money. What's the value of fantasy football in that respect?
1: Hello. Yeah. All right, Chris. I just almost faded out. Like I, <laughs> you know, I I lost like twenty seconds, man. Okay. Yeah. What's the, the what's the value of what
0: the structure? Uh, Oh. go back to that last statement oh just friendship in general when you're playing for money money okay. will, will often tear apart friendships but in this in the context of fantasy football it brings people together yes yeah.
1: all right so start from there yeah just go ahead all right chris i agree with that point uh you know it's it's just, it's a solidifying thing i mean as long as you're not putting your rent on the line in, fa- in fantasy football. If it's, a, if it's a reasonable amount that you know that you're capable of losing without having to worry about it, it definitely puts a little bit more on the line and it, and it makes it more engaging for the people who are in it. And you're going to start to speak to those people more often. Like when it's on your message board, you know, with these money leagues, you pay more attention to it. You're on it. You're seeing, you're checking in every day. I know that if I only have... 10 minutes to check my fantasy football. I am definitely going to check the league in which money is on the table and money is on the line before I check the one where it's free. <laughs> That's true. So just by virtue of the fact that I'm going to spend more time in that message board, more time in that interface, in that money league, I'm going as more opportunities for me to interact with the people that I'm in a league with. I mean, in all reality... It's funny, but during fantasy football season, I might talk more to people who are in different cities on the fantasy football boards than I do to people who I live in the same city with.
0: Oh, yeah. That's absolutely true.
1: Easily. Easily. So worth it. So worth it. <laughs> it's like fantasy football is the new video game. When I was younger, I was my escape. I would love to get on my PS1, PS2, PS3, kind of veg out. Now I can get on that fantasy football website of choice and just get on that waiver wire and just start scowling the waiver wire for the next big pickup. Hmm. And just kind of float away.
0: So you really appreciate the value then of of being able to be knowledgeable. And that, that feeds into our thirst for knowledge, right? Fantasy football oh, yeah. is a thirst Got for to.
1: knowledge. Got to. Because you can't, like, it's one of those things. You can't let somebody else one-up you. Like, you can't let somebody know something that you don't know in fantasy football. You can't be, first off, you can't be successful, you know? Like, you got to know who people's backups are in case somebody goes down. You got to be the first one to get out there and make it happen. Pick pick that backup up. You know, there's strategy to it. It is not just pick players and call it a day. You, you and I know that it becomes as complicated as, as a chess match from time to time. So many different variables week to week.
0: Absolutely. You got to definitely play your cards right week to week. And, you know, it's like, okay, well, I played my cards this way. I might not be successful here, but I do have a chance to come back. And that's the beauty of fantasy football, that things do fluctuate week to week. But if you have constants on your team versus getting people who, you know, you who are kind of like long shots, but they end up blowing up, then it's really good for your team. And I think that's a lesson in general in life where, you know, we take calculated risks. And this whole fantasy football concept is giving us practice in making calculated risks based on information. It's what we do in life, right? We evaluate situations, we have information, we have historical figures or statistics about those things, and we can make a calculated decision based on those things.
1: Very or you just skills. fly by the seat of your parents like AJ, <laughs> and don't think about anything. Just do. I'm a doer, Chris. I'm not a thinker. I don't have time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Oh my god, ain't nobody got time for Sweet George Brown anymore. Let it go. So beyond
0: just fantasy football, yeah, we're in March. We got March Madness. We got the brackets. Everyone submits their bracket, and, and I would I would submit that half people don't even really know what they're doing when they submit the bracket. They're just going by whatever their feeling is. I know some yeah. people will submit based on which which mascot they think is better, or which team some has pe- historically done better, or something like
1: that. Some people just pick the best seed in every bracket.
0: Yeah, yeah, that too. Or they like pick a standard upset. They'll pick like a like a four twelve. Yeah, I don't know why. Or is it a four thirteen? Uh, yeah, yeah it's think a four
1: thirteen. Four thirteen. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. pick like
0: a five twelve or a four thirteen upset just to yeah. pick one.
1: But I, I have never, honestly, I've had years where I actually paid attention to what was going on in, in college basketball, paid attention to the superstars, paid attention to the people who were really making things happen, and built my bracket based on what I really felt teams were going to be able to accomplish. And I sucked those brackets up. <laughs> <laughs> they were terrible. And then the years where I didn't care at all and I just kind of went with my gut, I have played so much better.
0: So, you think it really is the, like kind of the op, the, the bizarro fantasy football where taking those calculated risks actually works against you? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think I agree with you because I paid no attention to college basketball this season. Like I watched zero minutes of zero games and was asked to submit like three brackets and ended up doing pretty well on them with having done about 30 minutes of research prior to the deadline for submitting brackets.
1: I've had years where I didn't even do that. I just literally went down the list and was like, ah, I got a good feeling about them. Mm -hmm. Done. Well, I know on particularly one
0: thing with Harvard, I chose Harvard on all my brackets. I was just like, yeah, I'll choose the hometown team. I guess they'll do something. Came out well with that one. And I chose Mercer.
1: I did choose Mercer to beat Duke. I did as well. Just because I hate Duke and Mercer is a school in Georgia.
0: Yeah, I, I chose it because I knew who Mercer was.
1: <laughs> Got to roll. Got to roll with the with
0: the home team, baby. Every yep. time. Yep. So about the brackets then. So there, there's often a different crowd that's brought in than with the fantasy football. Obviously, the fantasy football heads do like brackets as well. But they, there's a different there's a different constituency that's brought in with the brackets versus fantasy football. And you kind of mold all those people together. Whereas fantasy football is like a more intimate thing. The bracket things like you have people participating hundreds at a time in brackets and putting Mm -hmm. in maybe like five five, 10 bucks each to get this huge prize. What's the motivation behind that? Is it purely money? Like you sit there and you calculate the chances and chances are extremely low for you winning that money yet you still do it. What's the motivation for it?
1: Uh, You know what? For me, man, it was just to be able to say I'm the last one standing at the end of the March Madness. That out of all my friends, I'm the one who was smart enough to pick the winning team. Hmm.
0: Hello? Say that one more time. All right. What did I say again? Uh, just to know that I'm the one that can prevail, pick the winning team.
1: Okay. I think the the, it's just that to know that you're the one who was able to prevail and you pick the winning team. It's very, and next thing you know, you get to brag about yourself a little bit. It makes the game a little bit more fun and interesting.
0: Hmm.
1: All right, yeah. I mean, I'd say that most
0: years you aren't—you aren't, you aren't going to get to be that guy, but I guess the year that you are going to be that guy is the year that you cherish, and that's what you
1: play it for. Yeah, I think so, man. I agree with you on that. All right,
0: great. So, men fantasy sports—it's
1: it, definitely a it's camaraderie an escape, thing. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's an escape. Absolutely. It is an escape. It's the same reason why women watch trashy television shows. Why Real Housewives of Atlanta and Love and Hip Hop exist. And people watch it religiously. They do watch it very religiously.
0: I'd like to say that sometimes, yeah, we do worship fantasy football religiously. So yeah, I can see that. I can see that comparison. Hey,
1: I don't do that. I clearly know there's one God in my book, at least, and uh, I don't pray to the quote unquote fantasy football gods that some guys are out <laughs> here praying to. Not yeah. that serious. Yeah, that that is a little extreme, man. We don't endorse
0: that on Dude Logic, obviously. Yeah. No plan. No praying to fantasy football gods. Although. The fantasy football gods, quote unquote, uh, the gurus of, of sorts, I do, en- I do endorse calling them and contacting them because they do have valuable information. Just don't follow exactly what they say and then get angry when the player doesn't do something. Because that's just stupid.
1: Uh, sometimes players let me down, Chris. I deserve to get yelled at.
0: Well, yeah, the players deserve to get yelled at. But then, you know, people go and yell at the fantasy girls for for saying like, oh, yeah, this player is bound to do well because of this situation. And it's like they were doing the same thing. They were taking a calculated risk based on the data available to them. And it was a statistical anomaly that the player didn't do well. Don't blame the expert, quote unquote, for giving you bad information.
1: Uh yeah and I agree with you wholeheartedly until I go and plug somebody in my lineup that Adam Schefter said was good to go and then he doesn't play Okay yeah the injury things
0: those are very murky because you have a lot of the the people in the media who are very well connected but they aren't so well connected that they can bypass the entire secrecy that surrounds a lot of the injury reports especially in the NFL teams are becoming much sneakier with their injury reports and so they'll proclaim that a player may be ready to go good to go up until the last minute right before the game starts and then you have those situations like I think there was a situation with Reggie Bush this year where everyone thought he was going to play and then he did pregame workouts, and it didn't didn't go well for him, and then he was out. And so a lot of people didn't get to replace him in his lineup.
1: Oh, man, I have been there. When you forget to replace a player in your lineup, and it's too late to do it, oh, it'll drive a sane man crazy. It will. And yeah. It will.
0: So that's when you see people kind of crouched around their phones or something, making sure that their lineups are straight, They're trying to trying to make sure that all their players are in. But it, in a sense, I don't know. For me, I just like to kind of leave my stuff. And if I really, really need to get to a lineup, then I'll I'll do that. But in general, I'll take the
1: hit. That's why we voted you commissioner, Chris. <laughs> i see
0: i see (laughs) that's why all right so ladies i hope you understand now why men like fantasy sports it being an escape think of it as their scandal or or aj shouldn't think of it as his scandal because he has scandal
1: (laughs) we will never speak of that again chris thank you very much (laughs) All right, ladies and
0: gentlemen, we'd like to introduce a new segment, another new segment, second new one in a row, called Dude Logic Top 10, and it's where we take any random subject and describe our own top 10 about it. So AJ, do you have a Dude Logic Top 10?
1: Yes Dude Logic Top 10. I mean, if you could all right so Chris if you could pick ten channels to watch consistently what channels would they be and you can go ahead and throw out networks networks just channels like large networks are just assumed that you get thrown in okay all right so ten
0: uh, <laughs> so one is kind of funny, but I absolutely think I should have it. I've grown accustomed to watching
1: HGTV. That would be one of the... I, I'd put that on my list, man. Yeah. And it makes sense for you because you have a lady yeah, in your house. Exactly, Gotta keep the woman get, happy. You can't get away from it if you have a woman in your household. Yeah. That's, I, I am 100%. I fell in love with it because my ex made me watch it. And I was like, you know what? There's actually some very useful information on here. And I enjoy Color Splash from time to time. Yeah. So I'm going to watch it. Exactly. I want to learn how to make over my home. Why not? Let's throw
0: a little sweat equity into this. <laughs> exactly. And then another
1: one, of course, like the Discovery Channel, man. All I... right. So so let me go ahead and run off of that. Okay. Now I'm going to give you I'm going to give you. Here we go. Discovery Channel, Learning Channel, Science Channel, History Channel. HGTV, all five of those have to be on my list. I agree. If it's if it's a channel where I can watch something and learn something at the same time, it's got to be on my list.
0: Did I say Nat Geo? No, no, you didn't put Nat Geo in there. There you go. That's six. All right. Throw ESPN in there. So you got seven and you only got three more slots, man. NFL Network. Really? Comedy see, Central. See, NFL Network is where we differ. I like Comedy Central now. Why not NFL Network? I'm boycotting the NFL Network.
1: Oh, why? Because of the quality of Thursday night football games. Uh, but you know what? I do appreciate the NFL Network for giving me access to football 365 days a year. And I'm one of those weird people that enjoys things like watching the NFL combine live. like, Like watching people run through drills. I'm intrigued by. I don't know why. But I really appreciate it. And uh, watching Rich Eisen run a 40-yard dash in a suit <laughs> and breaking the six-second mark was pretty amazing. Yeah, now that's something I will watch. Yes. Fortunately,
0: that one was all
1: over the internet. Yeah, it was. It was. So, all I, right, you got to put NFL Network on there. I think I'm up to to 9. Yeah, I you I got 9. One. You got one more slot left. I, with Comedy Central that was not. So what else would I watch? Comedy Central. Um man.
0: Hey, I got a I got a um I got one for you. Okay. How
1: about USA Network? Yeah, you can throw where characters are welcome. Yep. There you go. And, uh, I... oh, man, I got to throw one one last one in. Um, okay. I'm cheating on my own list. Eleven. <laughs> What's that? Got to have a cooking channel on there.
0: Oh, man, Food Network? Yep, there you go. Yeah. There you go. All right. So I'm done. I think you got yourself a nice little package there. You can live off that. That's all you need, man. All you need. You got some learning here and there. You got some entertainment here and there. You got some sports.
1: You got... You know, and... Go ahead. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I th- did I throw sci-fi on the list? Was that one of the channels that I threw on there? I don't initially? think so, actually. I could get away with not having that, though. You know? Yeah.
0: I mean, you got you got the Nat Geo in there. You got Science Channel.
1: I, yeah. I think you're all right.
0: Discovery. And if I had...
1: To... You know what, if I had to if I had to make the list 10, I could I could bring in the Food Network and get rid of the Science Channel. Okay. But I'd still have Nat Geo, Discovery Channel, History Channel. Yeah. Man, sometimes watching documentaries on the History Channel is like I I can get lost on the History Channel. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're so diverse. Many, do you know any random trivia facts I have in my brain stored from years of watching the History Channel? <laughs> doesn't everyone (laughs) oh man no like seriously in fact we need to go we need to do a trivia night man we need to do a dude logic trivia night and blow the field away chris huh from all the knowledge that we've gained from our interactions with our our guest male and female we should be able to run away with the prize of any trivia night
0: hey I agree let's make that happen let's do it we'll broadcast where it is and people can come out yeah yeah let's do that yeah
1: yeah that would be awesome Uh, let's see uh, let's see who shows up to take (laughs) on the dude logic dynamic duo (laughs) but we'll have to bring some of our characters man we have to bring some of the characters in man maybe we'll bring uh, Anthony maybe DeShane will, will hop in yeah and we can get Ayana or, or uh, Autumn on the, sh- on the uh on the team. Yeah, bring some of the ladies in, you know. And Why maybe, not? maybe
0: get DJ Demand if he has time
1: in his busy schedule.
0: I know. To right? come out.
1: I know, right? <laughs> hey, look, I mean, we can get Julian and just jet set across the country. It's no big deal. Bring, bring do it. What do a Dude Logic reunion at trivia night? It'd <laughs> be crazy. Yeah. Yeah, we should actually put a a trip together for all of our our, our guests on the show. Be an interesting group of people. I'll say that much. Oh, yeah. It would definitely be an
0: interesting group of people. (laughs) Our next segment is AJ's Gripes, and it's the time for AJ to go off about something that's bothering him. So what's your gripe, AJ? AJ's Gripes. AJ's Gripes.
1: AJ's Gripes. Ah! Oh, man. Chris, this week... This gripe was very easy. So you know me. I am a pretty healthy guy, you know, being a personal trainer. I watch what I eat. But f- oftentimes, you know, I will take I will take my diet into high gear and really, you know, take it to the next level. Don't eat any refined carbohydrates, no processed foods at all. Really clean up my diet. Well, for whatever reason, some people think it's funny, even hilarious even, to put terrible food in my face when they know that I am intentionally trying not to eat bad food. So, AJ's gripes for today is, all of those people who want to be jackasses and shove terrible food in my face when I'm trying to eat healthy, or anyone's trying to eat healthy for that matter, you are awful human beings, and I am griping about you. Please get your life together. That's AJ's gripes today. AJ Scripes. AJ Scripes. AJ All right. So we
0: made it through episode 14. Appreciate you for, for being on here, AJ.
1: Wouldn't be anywhere else, man. Wouldn't be anywhere else right now. All right. Let them know where to reach you. All right, man. You can always reach me at on Instagram at AJ underscore the underscore trainer. On Twitter at AJ. AJ's Meltdown. That's AJS M E L T D O W N. Same thing for my blog, AJ's Meltdown.com. And recently, you can find me on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash train with AJ.
0: Nice. And I will add for you hey, on social media, hashtag train with AJ. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Twitter at cgskeezy. And check out the blog, www.thelifeandtimesofthemind.com. And for the podcast, you can reach us at www.dudelogicpodcast.com. Or on Facebook, and on Facebook it's www.facebook.com slash pod. And on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at dudelogicpod. Email is dude logic podcast at gmail.com. For AJ, I'm Chris saying good night, good morning. Whenever you're listening to it, have a good one. See you. Peace out, y'all.